T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. From KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara, and this is Bay Current. Artists from the Bay Area are no strangers to paving their own lanes, going rogue, breaking the rules. It's not New York, and it's definitely not L.A., That misfit mentality has bled into the music and informed history, shaping an iconoclastic culture that breeds disruptors and dissenters alike. From the Black Panthers, the free speech movement, and the Summer of Love, to critical mass and the SF State Ethnic Studies protest of 1968, so many people from here have given this corner of the world visibility and an enduring reputation. Which brings us here to 2022, where two Bay Area creators are here to remind us of why the region continues to breed and foster pioneers of music and culture. In the first of a two-part Bay Current episode, we'll meet La Russell, a rapper and entrepreneur from Vallejo who's redefined what it means to make music that hits close to home. We'll also hear from Bay Area hip-hop radio legend Chewy Gomez about what sets the hustle here apart from the rest of the country. Once a year on the first Monday of September, hip-hop heads gather under the Oakland sun for High Road Day to watch Bay Area rappers take to the stage and celebrate the cultural impact of hieroglyphics, the world-renowned Oakland Hip Hop Collective. Bay Current producer Sydney Fishman attended the festival this year and got to see La Russell, who put on an energetic and down-to-earth performance. But La Russell isn't always performing at festivals like Hyro Day. Sometimes he prefers the comfort of his own backyard. On a breezy Saturday afternoon in early September, Sydney and I got invited to that now-famous backyard by La Russell for an interview. And man, was it surreal. Driving there, I was met with a wave of nostalgia and flashbacks of getting dropped off at school, which is right around the corner from where he lives. North Vallejo, home to Marine World and made famous by Mac Dre's musings of the neighborhood known as The Crest, is now on the map for another reason— and it's all due to La Russell's hometown hero residency shows. 
Driving down a street and squinting at the address numbers, one house stood out. There was a bouncy house that took up the entirety of one front lawn, with two kids exasperated but joyfully jumping inside. Sydney and I walked up and were greeted and led through the garage, where black and forest green La Russell hoodies were piled high on top of tables. Then through the house where family members and a couple of dogs said hello, before we strolled into a setting that was almost like a dream to see. We stepped onto a stage we'd seen all over his Instagram and in his videos. It was empty when we were there, but I immediately imagined the lawn we now stood in front of filled with fans and friends. LaRussell warmly welcomed us and took out his oversized yoga mat, inviting us to take our shoes off and just chill as we set up. Him and I immediately started talking about the both of us being from the same hometown, comparing notes on food, familiar streets, shenanigans from our youth. It felt like I was just kicking it at a friend's house. Every time I come back here, I go to a, I just go to Chicken Express. Been yeah, I loved it, man. You know, we've all had that Chicken Express phase, right? Where yeah, that's a that's that's an everyday thing at, at one point. I said, fuck it. If they love it, I built a whole pergola with no budget. I said, fuck it. If they love it, I'm independent, nigga. I ain't got no budget. I said, fuck it. If they love it, renovated the backyard, no budget. Uh, I was releasing an album. And I wanted to do a release party. Last year, I did a release party in the backyard. It was completely different. And it was a lot lower scale. And I was just like, I'm in a better position this year. I want to do it grander. And I had drew. I did a drawing of what I wanted. And, you know, I called a few people. And I ended up calling the homie and was like, yo, this is what I want. And um, we kind of sat on that. And then we ended up getting to work. And this was a, a result of it. Working with local venues comes with its challenges, like meeting audience quotas, paying for security, finding reliable sound people. So he decided to build a stage near the high school he attended as a teen in his very own backyard in a venue he calls the Pergola. He performs and hosts other Bay Area artists under a wooden pergola, hence the name, which is perfect shade from what can be a scorching Vallejo sun, rhyming and waxing poetic on an elevated wooden stage in a hoodie, sweats, and sometimes stitching his shoes for the comfort of his socks in front of a shaded lawn surrounded by three sides of tiered wooden benches. On the stage is also a custom-made barbecue. Everything in that backyard is constructed and made by people from Vallejo. Folks from all over the Bay and country have been traveling to the itty-bitty city by the water to be a part of the Hometown Hero Residency experience. The idea here was to build something, a venue that we own. You know, I was having uh, trouble with venues and getting people to understand my vision. It's hard to go to someone else's establishment and say, I want to do a show, but I want people to be able to pay what it's worth to them. And they still feel confident in, you know, making their money and covering what they need to cover. So to mitigate that, I just built my own venue. So if I have to take any losses, I can take them on my own and not on anybody else's, you know, risk. The Russell Shows and Merchandise operate under a pay-what-you-want platform, or as he calls it, proud to pay. Can you, like, describe so, that a little so bit? So we do pay-what-you-want shows, yeah. and then we do offer-based shows, which is still a, a version of the pay-what-you-want formula. But um, for
for these ones, it's offer based. So you basically fill out a form that comes to us and you just put how much you would be willing to pay or what the show is worth to you. Because, um, you know, value is based on perception. Like your value to her is different than it is to me. So we allow people to kind of determine that and we accept or deny. We can only accept so many because it's a backyard. So it's really dope. LaRussell says allowing people to pay what they want will make his concerts more accessible for a larger audience and for people who might not be able to afford it on a regular basis. Then when you get the experience, you come back and you want to pay more. Like, my thing is just to provide people the experience. Like, when you come to this backyard, you get to eat good food, you get to have a good time and be around good energy. So it's like all of that goes into the experience that's uh, ultimately priceless. There's no amount that you could put on shit like that. LaRussell's frustration with performing at traditional venues is not unusual. Since the start of the pandemic, more and more musicians have reported feeling conflicted about holding shows at indoor venues due to possible contamination and the lack of current COVID guidance from city officials, along with the financial concerns if those shows don't end up selling out, especially since even the most avid concertgoers are still wary about going to indoor events. If a show doesn't sell out, the return isn't always worth it. According to Renee Conlin, the head booker at the Empress Theater in Vallejo, the amount of money musicians make depends on projected ticket sales. So if an artist is not that popular, it's unlikely they'll sell enough tickets to make a profit from their show. If it's a big name like a Tower of Power, we'll draw people from a wider radius. And so that that will sell out. But if it's more uh, less known performers, then it's going to be uh, much fewer ticket sales right now. For LaRussell, organizing shows in his backyard became a way for him to work around those rules and avoid the costs associated with performing concerts at big-name venues. He also wanted a more intimate experience for people coming to see him perform. I don't I don't have a, a big plan to tour much because I'm really uh, big on cultivating the culture here and building something here. We've never had nothing in Vallejo. No one tells you they're going on vacation and flying to Vallejo. That's some shit you yeah. never hear, right? LaRussell credits the pandemic for a lot of the success he's found in the past couple of years. Like his fellow musicians, he's had to come up with innovative ways to reach fans and gain new ones. While the world stayed at home and navigated re-entering public spaces, he built his backyard pergola and began posting live videos on Twitter and Instagram to showcase his new albums. He even started an organization that produces the concerts at his house called Good Company. It's described on its website as, quote, a Bay Area-based nonprofit, independently funded and operated by creatives, with its mission being to provide local independent creatives with resources, support, and opportunities to showcase their talents and ideas. Kind of like NPR Tiny Desks or the Colors Live video recordings, Good Company wanted to produce something just as intimate, focused on Vallejo talent. One of his most popular live video performances is of his 2020 track called Do That Little Dance You Be Doing. It references European enslavement of Black people and how it's impacted the continued systemic racism we witness today. I mean, just by going out and, and creating their own buzz. I mean, you said you spoke with LaRussell and, you know, he, he's like, I'm not waiting for a venue to hire me. I'm throwing concerts in my back and it happens. That's Chewy Gomez, one of the most recognizable Bay Area radio voices since the 80s. Gomez became a household name throughout the Bay for his time on local hip-hop station KML and as host of the California Music Channel. 
He now spends his afternoons hosting on Odyssey's 102 Jams. Gomez says that interviewing local musicians over the years has shown him how persistent and entrepreneurial they have to be in order to gain listenership and maintain a following. Most popular rappers from the Bay use that independent spirit to push their own promotion to get to the fame they're at now. So it's, it's that whole mentality that I got something to show and I'm going to show it to you outside of Safeway or whether I can sell you one on the bus or when you're waiting for the AC transit, whatever. So these kids, they have something to say. They want you to hear it. And before you know it, that's what it is. Artists like Snow the Product, Kehlani, you know, Pilo. You know what I'm saying? Some of these guys are out here. La Russell's doing his own thing. Love the kid. Simba was literally unheard of. And now everybody wants to associate with Simba. You know what I'm saying? And so you kind of got to do your thing and let the folks see your shine that you believe you have within you. LaRussell currently has more than 527,000 followers on Instagram. Near the beginning of the pandemic, he only had 4,000. He's also had recent Twitter shoutouts from renowned celebrities, including former NBA star Shaquille O'Neal and Chicago legend Chance the Rapper, with a recent visit to the Pergola by Rapper Exhibit. Although the pandemic has brought hardship to pretty much everybody, LaRussell is glad it connected more people to his music and forced him to think outside the box. Everything, you know, my career where it is now was like out of a result of the pandemic. You know, when the pandemic hit, we couldn't do shows. So we started doing a lot of live performance content. And that's what really grew the brand and grew my name. People got to see me do what I do without having to go to a venue and risk, you know, their help. So it definitely all of this is like post pandemic results. But his rise to popularity isn't the end game for LaRussell. He wants to make sure that his fans can also take part in his success. So he's created an option for people to invest in his catalog. Basically, fans can buy an opportunity to earn royalties from his music. As LaRussell's star rises, he keeps finding new ways to give back to Vallejo. And it doesn't stop at making his live shows more accessible. Just this past month, at his album release show at the Empress Theater, he made an announcement. I'm doing something really incredible for the rest of October. So next week, we're going to be announcing me and a couple of my partners is buying our momos for the rest of the month. And y'all can go eat and pay whatever y'all want for it. If you can't afford to eat, then you can eat for free. This is our gift back to the community. While LaRussell says he doesn't intend for his music to be hyper-political, the outcome and message speak for themselves. And so do his actions. I, I mean, I think life is political. I think when I go out there and do brunches and feed the community, that's political. Uh, I think when I do pay what you want shows and bring hundreds of people out and allow them to pay down, that's political. I think when I take my daughter to school and talk to the kids, and that's political. You know, life is life is a politics, yeah. so just however you're maneuvering, that's just what it is. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't do it intentionally, it's just what's happening through me. If there's one thing he wants fans to get out of his message, it's that Vallejo has a lot to offer to the Bay Area music scene and across the country as an epicenter of art and culture. I just um, want Vallejo to be a place that um, 
people feel very uh, welcome to come. You know, I it's funny because certain people, when you say Vallejo or they tell me they're coming to Vallejo, they're skeptical. They're like, ah, I don't know, I've heard about it. And that just tells me what people are hearing about it isn't the best things, right? Because they're not like, ooh, we're going to Vallejo. I want Vallejo to feel like Disneyland when you hear it. And, um, you know, that's a utopian thought. But my goal is to just bring resource and opportunity here and, and change as much as I can. I don't have like a grand mission you know i'm just doing my work and, and doing the things that i want to see change and hopefully the people who align with those things will appreciate it stay tuned for part two where we'll hear from we were hyphy documentary director larry madrigal about honoring the Bay Area hip-hop icons of the past and present on screen, and the do-it-yourself, homegrown spirit that helped make his movie a reality. This episode was co-written and co-produced by KCBS Radio's Sydney Fishman and edited by Odyssey's Cooper Mull. New episodes of Bay Current are out every week, and we'd love to be a part of your weekly routine. Subscribe to us on the Odyssey app and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. From our team at KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara. Chat with you again next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 